Hi, everyone. Welcome to the second in this series of bonus episodes for our four-week Slow Living Challenge, during which we'll be talking about each of the weekly themes and inviting participants to share their experiences on Instagram or the Almanac. And this is where our community members are talking about all of this on a discussion thread. Emma, you want to remind everybody about how the sign-up is working and about the free Almanac trial we're offering to the participants? Sure. So the Slow Living Challenge, if you're not signed up already, it just means that if by signing up, you get the prompts to your inbox every week. And even if you are just signing up now and we're two weeks in, that's totally fine. You will get all of the old prompts too, so you can see everything that's going on. So you can share on Instagram. It's totally free to participate. We also have our platform, the Almanac, that's our membership platform. You get a week free trial by signing up for the Slow Living Challenge. So you can dip in there, see what it's like, share your experiences. We've got a lot of great discussions going on in there. And yeah, so we hope that you join us. And even if you're just popping in to listen to these bonus episodes, we hope that you get something out of this challenge. We certainly have. So yeah, let's get into this week's theme, which is develop a feeling inventory. So do you want to explain what we mean by that, Mom? Yeah, it has to do with what we say is one of the fundamental principles of slow living. And people are always saying, what does slow living mean to you? And We think that it is to pay attention, basically. We say slow living is about being aware of how we spend our time, our money, our resources. And this week, we're talking about how simply bringing our attention to how we feel can help us slow down and make better decisions and actually shift into a better place. You know, our life is just a series of moments, really. And if we can learn how to discern what it is that's bringing us a feeling of discomfort or dis-ease, so to speak, in that moment, then we can essentially affect more and more moments until we're shifting more and more of our lives. Yeah, that's true. Someone might say that there's maybe a situation that's really bothering them or making them feel bad, and they might really have no control over it. So how do you shift that? Well, first, ask yourself if it's something from the past or something you're worried about in the future. Most of our thinking really does have to do with past or future things we're imagining. And one of those has already occurred, and the other hasn't happened yet. So really, your feeling bad doesn't do anything to affect that. So how can you shift what's actually going on right now in this very moment? And this is where I want to say that this exercise is not about giving in to compulsive, addictive, or harmful behaviors that someone might think will help them feel better in the moment. It's not about giving into something that's not in the interest of your overall health and well-being, because obviously that's not what's going to take you to a better feeling place. What we're talking about here is helping yourself feel better in a positive way. Yeah, and this is kind of like, it's really what we're talking about here is another way of looking at mindfulness, right? Yeah. yeah. And we're not talking about if you're being chased by a bear. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) But that's kind of how we're programmed, right? Which is why this is so hard for us because as humans, we're programmed to be in that fight or flight mode because we had to survive several hundreds of thousands of years being worried about that sort of thing. Yeah. So what we're talking about is kind of day-to-day, no direct threats in the moment. But what we do is we elevate each of our daily things kind of to that level So, for instance, if you catch yourself obsessing over something from the past or even that's upcoming in the future, 
that you really don't have control over because there are some things we don't have control over. Maybe in that moment, you can decide to listen to some music that makes you feel better. Go for a walk, go outside, pet your dog, ground yourself in that moment. Because even the scary thing that's going to happen in the future, it hasn't happened yet. Or that thing from the past, it's over. So getting in the moment actually really requires you to slow down. So this is kind of a two-parter. Yeah. Or maybe you're irritated or you're agitated and you haven't stopped long enough to even notice that you're agitated. Right, right. That's another one. Yeah, it's just sort of like an underlying thing that's affecting you. Get you get used to it. Like your baseline rises to that place. Yeah, and you're maybe you're snapping at your housemate or you're mad at yourself about something. Yeah. So it's a good time to do the feeling inventory and you become aware of the fact that you could feel better in that moment and ask yourself, do you know what it is that's taking you out of being fully present and peaceful. Can you identify that? Maybe the sink is full of dishes. Maybe there's a cluttered surface you're tired of looking at, or maybe your shoes are too tight. That's what my dad used to always say. Are your shoes too tight? (laughs) It's true. Just to notice, is there something going on right now that you can shift and get that moment back? Because Mm -hmm. remember, this moment is your life right now. So wouldn't you want to pay attention and, and make it the best it can be? Yeah, really. In a nutshell, the feeling inventory is just an exercise in, as we said, bringing awareness to where you are in the moment. So mindfulness is another way to say it. Assessing whether it's your focus on the past or the future that has got you out of sorts or if there's anything you can actually do to shift you into a better place of the now, of the right now in the moment. This is making you think of Power of Now, which is a really great book by Eckhart Tolle, if you haven't read it. I know both of us have read it, but for anyone listening, Power of Now is great. He really digs into all of this. It can be a little confusing. He goes so far as to say like the past doesn't exist and the future doesn't exist, which is a little esoteric, but I guess in many ways it's true. So yes. So the feeling inventory. And so so, so someone might be saying, okay, well, why are we talking about like philosophy and mindfulness? What does this have to do with slow living? Yeah. What do you think is the first way that this is connected to slow living, mom? If you're going to bring yourself into the present moment, you have to slow down. You have to pause. Right. You have to give yourself some distance between what is going on around you. And as Eckhart Tolle says, and I've said this a couple of times on here, become the observer. Become Mm -hmm. the observer of how you're feeling and what's going on. And how you might be able to affect it in the minute. And it also means to come from a not reactive place, like not reacting yes. to what's happening to you. But yeah, give yourself a little buffer. Yeah. And then when you do that, when you enter the present moment, you really, you notice things more. You notice sounds more. You can slow down and taste your food. You can feel your heart swell with love for your dog that's sitting there as you're petting your dog. Mm. You can notice the sky. You can notice what's going on outside the window. There are just so many things. Life is actually in the present moment. This is a simple concept, but it's not really easy to grasp. It's a lesson we need to learn. And it's a way of experiencing each moment for what it is. Now, obviously, you know, we're talking a level of consciousness here that is a goal or, you know, we're not going to all just snap into that like overnight. It's something to think think about. it's almost impossible to do it all the time. Absolutely. I mean, we're human and we're surrounded by all kinds of crazy distractions. Yeah. No, we're not talking about doing this perfectly just because you are in the slow living challenge. (laughs) It's a practice and a something to think about, something to be aware of, something to try, try it. 
And why it's so important for slow and sustainable living, we say, is because when you slow down and you are slow living and you are living in the present moment, that's the place where you realize that you don't need to buy the thing. You know, just all of these things that kind of add up to our unsustainable lifestyles. When we get into the present, we can clear all that away and we can figure out what really matters to us and what we really need and how we feel more connected with the earth around us and people around us. And I don't know of another way to do that without slowing down, without being aware in this way. One of my favorite examples of this, I've said it before, think of the pile of laundry that's in front of you constantly. Mm-hmm. It is irritating. Right. It's grating. It makes you feel rushed. It makes you feel overwhelmed. It makes you feel like you can't go on to something else. There's so many ways that's the pile of laundry, something undone. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you can tune into that, like this pile of laundry is taking this moment away from me. It is making me feel all those things. How can I get rid of the pile of laundry? Well, in the moment, you can just fold it and be done with it. But also, looking ahead, you can think about maybe having fewer clothes Mm -hmm. so that you don't have such a pile of laundry all the time. Mm -hmm. This is where this kind of awareness affects our decisions, Mm -hmm. affects our conscious shifting into something that just feels better ongoing. Right. But you can't notice that and ask yourself those questions if you're just allowing yourself to get frustrated, either A, ignoring it, Mm -hmm. B, folding the laundry anyway, you know, just kind of like letting it own you. Yeah. As opposed to saying, this is reminding me of a recent podcast episode we had with Ryan Mitchell with the tiny house living. Yes. We talk a lot about this in that conversation with him is he was able to slow down and ask himself these questions that so many of us just sort of one foot in front of the other, blinders on, don't ask about, even though it's bothering us, even though yeah. we are overwhelmed by this mortgage payment on this huge house or this the clothes overflowing from our closet. We just deal with it instead of stopping enough to ask the question. Yeah. Is there something I can really change here? Yeah. Yeah. That's the feeling inventory. <laughs> right. To the feeling inventory. So... Do you have any examples from this week, Mom, of taking the feeling inventory and seeing what has come from it? I can give an example from my life kind of in general that I've really learned yeah. to be attuned to. And that is sometimes I can feel irritated or antsy and can't get anything done. And I've come to be aware that sometimes if I can just step out into the natural light, mm-hmm. it really helps shift me like right mm-hmm. away. So that's a trick I've learned. Like it's a feeling I've come to recognize, mm, this is something you can do. To make yourself feel better right now. Yeah. And then you can go on and do what it is you want to do. Or, yeah. Yeah. That's one example I have. What about you? I guess mine's more general to something about if I'm feeling a little antsy or anxious or stagnant. It usually really helps for me to do something in with my hands that really grounds me in the moment. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's washing the sink full of dishes. But usually it's something like starting to cook or baking something or uh-huh. start mixing up bread dough. Like usually it's something in the kitchen with my hands. Uh Similarly, going outside for a walk is always just like such an easy way to fix that too. But yeah, I find I can either ignore, try to push the feelings away or ignore or keep, you know, typing on my computer and it's just kind of like not feeling good. But if something about doing things with your hands is so grounding in the moment. 
Yeah. And, you know, somebody might not be in a situation to drop everything and go for the walk. Right. You know, sometimes, you know, you don't have an hour to do something different. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean changing your activity. Right. Put on a different song. If you're in the car and you're in traffic and that's bugging yeah, you, a good one. find a good podcast or audiobook or a song that makes you happy. Well, a really good one, or one that actually has a physiological basis, is to take a few nice, deep, full breaths. Right. It literally changes the chemicals in your brain when you give them more oxygen. Yes. And so much of the time when we're feeling out of sorts, we're not breathing deeply enough. So, right. you know, that that's a real thing. Like, remember to breathe. Yeah. So there's so many little ways. And But the first thing is identifying when you need a shift instead yeah. of just taking that feeling into the next moment and the next and the next. Right, and the right. next thing you know, you said... I had a really bad day. Yeah. So taking feeling inventory at any point is a great way of slowing down. It's a great way of ultimately being happier and finding happiness. And also, it's not just about being happy. Sometimes you take the feeling inventory and maybe it's sad or maybe it's a different feeling and Mm -hmm. you really just need to feel it. Right. And process it. It's just as valid. What if you're working through some grief? Right. And it's so much easier to ignore that and push it down. But yeah. As some of us may know very well, that doesn't work for very long. Well, first of all, you have to identify it. Right. Or at least entertain the fact that maybe this is what I'm feeling is some grief. Mm -hmm. And we just want to empower you to take the moment to slow down enough to take inventory. To notice. Yeah. Notice where you are in the moment because the moment is all all we have. have. So we hope that you guys have a really great week. We're so excited and interested to see how you are carrying these ideas into your week and into your days. And thank you so much for being here with us for the Slow Living Challenge. As always, if you're on Instagram, please post and hashtag Slow Living Challenge. We're looking at that and it's making us really happy and we will share some stories here on the podcast as well and also in the almanac so if you have signed up at www.ladyfarmer.com slash slow living challenge and you're getting our weekly emails you can jump into the almanac you have a week free in there so you can see how it goes and if you want to stay on with us that's great and yeah join in the discussions there we're just having a really lovely time kind of working through all these things together so thank you for being here with us Yes, and thank all of you that have been sharing your experiences. We are in turn sharing those, some of those on our Friday podcasts. We will be back on Friday. Right. (laughs) Thank you, Good Dirt listeners. We'll see you on Friday. Bye-bye.